0: And they kind of zoomed in on, you know, you see Trent Forrest holding it, and and they show Amir Sims, you know, from Clemson. Both of those guys, I think Amir's a senior, right? Amir's a senior, um, I think. Oh, no. Is he? And now I have to, yeah. And it's like that's where you know you don't yeah, even think about it in the a, moment.
1: He was in Blue Ridge School with Marmadi, so I think he would be.
0: Yeah, and and you don't even think about it in the moment, but it's like. Wow, like Clemson would have played in the NIT. Um, yeah, yeah, absolutely.
1: It, you know, it would have it, been a high seed NIT.
0: Yeah, and and you know, oh, obviously he's a junior. He's a junior. Good. Okay. Oh never mind. God. Sorry, still. Amir. Still.
1: Kevin Mack. Right.
0: <laughs> okay. Sure. Never mind. This is ruined. Um,
1: I, <laughs> I mean, he could technically still leave. I guess. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I mean, he did have a really nice year. I love Amir Sims. Welcome to an ACC podcast, coronavirus edition, which I guess will be uh, the edition that I'll be doing of this podcast for the foreseeable future, question mark, I guess. Um, I'm Lauren Brownlow. Um, Caroline Darney. hello.
1: Hello. (laughs) I'm so sad. It's just,
0: I mean, we're almost 24 hours exactly removed when we're as of this recording from what was just an insane day um, and it, capping off with the ACC tournament getting canceled. One of the last to do so um, at least they didn't start the game like the big East though. So they've got that <laughs> they going for them. <laughs>
1: they were committed to getting that St. John's Creighton half in man.
0: <laughs> very important. Yes. It was very important that they play that basketball game for some reason. Um God, does that even count in statistics? I don't even know how to... I don't know. Like, like, we're, do this is-
1: <laughs> We're in such an interesting... And by interesting, I mean... Ter- I don't know. It's also... It's this balance today has been really weird. It hasn't... It's going to take me, I think, a few days, if not weeks, to have it really settle in that it's not happening. Just not just the NCAA tournament, but just kind of sports in general. Because I think I'm not alone um, talking to you or people who are listening to this that... Even games that I'm not extraordinarily into. I have a second TV that I will just at night if I'm watching like a stupid show on like TV, like if I'm watching American Idol, I'll put a game on mute on the other TV.
0: You can say The Bachelor. It's fine. (laughs)
1: We'll just end it or else it would have been. Well, now I'm going to have to like watch and recap that Listen to Your Heart show. Oh, sports. What have you done?
0: (laughs) listen you, to your heart
1: it's like a combo dating singing show that the bachelor is doing it's their newest spinoff i'm not even kidding you it's real it's oh real. boy oh yeah. god and this isn't probably until bachelor in paradise starts
0: so is the bachelor now sports question mark
1: i mean that's according to sb nation i've been recapping it for two years <laughs> now we've been recapping so. Uh, yeah, it's sports. There's gonna be so many things that turn into sports that are quote unquote not sports now. But I mean, how do you? This we're getting way ahead and sorry, taking over where we're going. But w- what is going to be on ESPN for the next two, three months, month to three months? What's going to be? Well, you know, what do we talk about? What do we write about?
0: See, if I were in charge of ESPN programming, I am not. <laughs> but but if I were. I would absolutely just run like a bunch of classic stuff, Um, especially college basketball, because that's something that, you know, we're missing. And, and I would totally, um, I would, if I'm CBS, I might even consider doing the same thing during some of those tournament windows is like picking out some games. And I mean, why not? Like they won't because, you know, that's just how it works, but I would absolutely do that. Um, uh, as of this recording, too, um, I just we just got the news that um, no more Packer and Durham for a little while, which makes oh, me sad. I didn't but I, see that, yeah, they're on hiatus, um,
1: well, and, which I get. What are they going to talk about?
0: Right, it's it's one thing for, um, and you know, I'm on a local sports show here in Raleigh um, periodically, and, and they're going to keep going. Um, that's one thing. I mean, they can figure out ways to fill that time, but what you know, what are what are they going to talk about? I mean, they literally yeah. cover ACC sports, and there is not currently any ACC sports. I will say this: it is interesting because. Oh, by the way, am I the only person that gets super grossed out when they when they keep saying the situation is fluid?
1: Ew! No, I don't really like the word fluid.
0: Every time John Swafford said it was fluid, I'm like, please don't say fluid. Yeah. Ugh. Please, yeah. please, please don't say fluid. I, I think I prefer moist to fluid. Mm. Don't call the situation moist. <laughs> I'm just saying, in this word choice. <laughs> Like w- when you have a virus that's literally s- transmitted via fluid, maybe yeah. don't call it fluid. It- he's not alone, like. But it's just yeah, when he was yeah. saying it yesterday. I was like, "Ew, uh, no, <laughs> ew, don't say fluid." And especially as like Swafford is literally like gathering, we're all gathered around him in extremely close proximity yeah. with our cameras out. Like while the FSU basketball team is all touching each other, which I get. They, I'm not attacking them for this. It's whatever, but. Um. yeah it's just it's been a really insane time uh, it's it's i i don't i I ended up because I'd already paid for the hotel room anyway or well not me my company um for that day i I just ended up going back after you know sort of just wandering around the arena like talking to the state fans that were there special yeah. shout out to to I hate light blue on Twitter um <laughs> he uh he's a state fan that was just sort of sitting right there they were the last ones in the arena they got they got a little bit of tv time video time um Question. yeah and,
1: how did were they part of the family group then
0: yes they were part okay. of the family group for state because i asked them that too and then i was like oh right state plays next so duh of course you would be here yeah um <laughs> and it was just it, yeah it's it's a weird it's just such a weird time and it, you know he was sort of joking around like the last thing he said to me and i've been interacting with this guy on twitter forever so it was nice to meet him in person i love that yeah um, big
1: fan and of- and IRL meetups with people.
0: Yeah. And he was like, he was saying like, he was joking around. He's like, "Mm, state's game starts soon. Feeling good about our chances. (laughs) It just, (laughs) you know, it's just great. I mean, he, but I get it. It was like, and he said later, and I kind of agree with this. It was this weird feeling of like, Hey, maybe if we stick around long enough, these games will start after all. I don't know.
1: (laughs) And one of the things that became increasingly clear was the lack of communication or decisiveness among the NCAA to the power five conference. And I'm not trying to knock the conference. uh, This stuff has to be extremely difficult, right? There's literally no precedent for it. This is something that hasn't been a situation. I think people talked about potentially since a world war type thing. And I'm not comparing the two at all, but I'm saying with the um, cultural decisions and societal decisions you have to make around some of these events this is this hasn't happened before, so I understand that that's the sensitivity of it and the safety issues. And I, I don't know that if Rudy Gobert doesn't come back with a positive test the night before, if things get canceled, I think that became a very real situation that showed the seriousness of what happens in the spread when a player gets it. Because you look at you know already a teammate for Utah Jazz has it, Donovan Mitchell they had to look at the jazz were on the road for five straight games so then you look at each of the Oh somebody teams. did a
0: flow chart I don't know if you yeah, saw it. It each terrifying. of the
1: teams where they then went to play then you have to look at the referees you know we we briefly talked before we start recording about you know UNC Wilmington is it Wilmington that was self quarantining because they played yeah. in a game that featured a ref that had now t- tested positive you know they're not touching the ball like
0: yeah. Yeah, he didn't have symptoms either until uh, seventy-two hours after he refed his last game. I don't know if the UNC Wilmington Drexel game was his last game, but he did ref yeah. that game, and and yeah. so yeah, 20, 25 people, twelve players, thirteen staffers, all under self quarantine now for two weeks,
1: and yeah. it's just it's incredible, <laughs> it's terrifying, and that's the thing that's important is making sure that people stay safe. And yes, I know the, the eighteen to twenty-two year olds aren't going to get more than a common cold symptoms like that kind. Of, no, stop. It's not just about the people that get it and can recover. It's about the people that can't recover and the younger people or healthy people being carriers to those people. Um, I, I wrote about it as best
0: I could for wrlsportsfan.com Go check it out, it's still up there pretty high on the site. But it was it's something too where like and you know, they asked Leonard Hamilton about this, and he's a very healthy man by all appearances. Yeah. 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 I mean, but he's he's, he he's seventy one. Like yeah. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, but he's he's seventy one, and you know I don't know how many older people they have around the team. You know, so I mean, that's even
1: media. There's some older media members. You know what I mean? Like, oh yeah. Where when they say like, oh, even if it was no fans and and media was allowed, there's still some older media members. That in case something bad happens or someone touches something, so I get it. Like I understand why, but the the way that it all rolled out was again I understand. Like, but to have a press conference that's like we're gonna we're gonna play games today. Let's do it. And then all of a sudden, Big East, Big Ten, SEC are like, "See ya!" <laughs> and canceling um, made me feel like there was potentially some wires crossed on what the Power Five conference, you know, presidents were going to be doing in the situation. <laughs> yeah, it was
0: so weird because again, like like you said, Swafford had a press conference. It was supposed to be at ten. He doesn't come out until ten thirty. It was leading people to speculate. Okay, they're going to cancel now and change their minds. But then he said he was on a conference call with all the other commissioners. My biggest question. At that point, was like, well, why? What changed in the last like hour? Yeah, <laughs> um, and I don't know. I don't know the answer to that. I mean, um, I, I was, you know, sort of poking around for information um, as if I were a real journalist. Um, <laughs> And um, the ACC, they were saying, as best they know, nobody's exhibited symptoms. Um, Nobody, but also nobody's been tested. Leonard Hamilton's response was the best because he he has availability after it. After they awkwardly give them a trophy,
1: (laughs) those pictures were priceless. And you know, those kids don't want to win the trophy that way. You know what I mean? Like,
0: no, they literally didn't. In fact, they were as people were checking out of the of the media hotel. I think, or I don't know if it's no, it's the Sheraton actually. Um, uh, Jasmine. Uh, who we know from the sports shop, Jasmine Fritz, and, and also Vashti Hurt, who runs Carolina Blitz. They were both staying at the Sheraton. And as they were checking out, they ran into Florida State players and they were saying you know we didn't want to win the tournament this way yeah. you know <laughs> <laughs> and it was weird i was watching the video back again of like this this trophy being presented and they kind of zoomed in on you know you see trent forrest holding it and and they show amir sims you know from clemson both of those guys i think amir's a senior right amir's a senior
1: um I think oh, no. Is he? And Now
0: I have to Yeah And it's like That's where You know You don't yeah, even think no, no. about he it In the, the moment
1: He was in Blue Ridge School With Mamadi So I think he would be
0: Yeah And and you don't even think about it In the moment But it's like Wow Like Clemson would have played In the NIT um, Yeah Yeah Absolutely They you know, would have it, been a high seed In the NIT yeah and and you know oh, he's a junior he's a
1: junior oh,
0: good okay oh never mind sorry still. Amir. Still.
1: Mac. right <laughs> okay
0: sure never mind this is ruined um
1: I, <laughs> I mean he could technically still leave i guess yeah i mean he did
0: have a really nice year i love Amir sims me too um and and you know it's just these various people that we don't even think about in the moment because I think a lot of us understandably are kind of thinking about ourselves and like oh my god we don't get to cover basketball anymore like this is crazy this really sucks yeah. and then you think about like Trent Forrest and like everything he's been through, um like with his injuries and everything else and just being such a team leader and such a key part in this Florida State machine and like what they could have done in the tournament and and now I it's know. over, and his face you know I I got the sense like watching him that he he kind of was mulling that over and, and thinking oh about it God. in that moment. And just, I think he was hopeful maybe that something would change. Yeah. And I will say this, um, the Big Ten, like literally just as we started recording this, because, okay, maybe I need to come up with another word than fluid. <laughs> ever, ever ever changing? Um, amorphous? No, that's not right. What what do I go with here? Um, um, uncertain? Unstable? I, unstable? Don't, I don't know. Okay. Constantly changing, ever changing. Right. And, but the Big Ten actually, I think, has walked back um, its cancellation of spring sports. And they're saying that they'll revisit. Honestly, um,
1: and this is where I had a bit of an issue with, like, I get it. Again, the most important thing is, and we could be looking at something that, you know, the worst, we don't see the worst of it for another month and a half, or we don't, see, you know, I mean, like, there's still a lot of uh, thing, a lot of things up in the air about the whole situation. I'm a little surprised that they didn't maybe, like, set the bracket and then just press pause in the hopes that maybe, like, you could potentially in six weeks try and it logistically be a nightmare, but you kind of leave the door ajar in that situation. Um, like, I don't know. And you look at Mamadi Diakite finished his career with 997 points. Oh. Three points away from hitting that 1K mark, and he would have gotten it. <laughs> like that, you, you cannot tell me that across, even if he only had one uh, ACC tournament game and one NCAA tournament game, he's scoring three points. <laughs> like, um, so you know, you've got a kid, there. and that's just one small, tiny thing that you look at, like what they lose. I don't know what you do. I don't think you can give another year of eligibility to all of the players who missed a, you know, to the seniors who missed the postseason, you played an entire season, then what do you do with with uh, scholarships, bet, like bench management? Can you imagine like if every... And granted, like some guys wouldn't come back. Some were leaving regardless, some have jobs, whatever. Can you imagine a team that has like four seniors leaving and have four freshmen coming in? And now you yeah. have like all these extra people. Like, I don't think that benefits anybody either. And obviously, no. like, I feel... I think the people I feel the worst for out the gate are like... Dayton and Florida State. I mean, Florida State is going to like Trent Forrest is the only senior they had. That team's going to still be really good and they're still going to have Leonard Hamilton and they're still going to be great. But, you know, you have these opportunities when you've got a good group together and you're meshing and all that stuff. But like this was an, an, I don't want to say once in a lifetime season for Dayton, but like Obi top is not coming back. He's going to go play pro.
0: Well, and, and you know, we, we were sort of discussing all the various scenarios because um, even before they canceled the conference tournaments, it seemed pretty clear the NCAA tournament wasn't going to start as planned yeah. just because of, especially because of Rudy Gobert. But, and I'm, I'm not trying to pick on him, although, you know, he's issued an apology. I, I know he didn't know. I get all of that. Yeah. Um, But that was really the impetus, I think. And, yeah. you know, it, it, I think it's, We were going over all these scenarios and with the NBA suspending its season you know, the thought was like, well, maybe maybe they could sync up the calendars and, and we could re- restart. But at this point, they've shut down all team activities, too. So, like, yeah. the logistics of them, like, getting back to practice, it just, I don't... I, I, so, I get why they canceled the sure. tournament. I, 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 I don't know that it's tenable.
1: ...all places, like... Well, well yeah, and not to mention that. ...concerts, like, all the... Most of these venues host other things, so you'd have to find new venues. You'd but they also, like, they, also, like they a, haven't practiced. Yeah, so I mean, like, you'd have to give them two weeks of lead-up to, like, I'm sure guys, they would have some sort of system set up where it's like in your own time. I expect you to try and whatever, but obviously you can't do that either because they'll so if someone gets sick or what? You know, that's what I'm saying. Like, I, I just can't. Maybe they give them an extra year, but they've got to play somewhere else. But that sucks too. You know what I mean? Like, my thing is like you should start. NCAA should set up a senior all-star tournament um, because part oh, well, of the thing about yes. part of the thing about the NCAA tournament is they get to show like, is Ty Jerome getting drafted as high as he is if they don't play the way that they did in the NCAA tournament? No. Does Kyle get drafted at all? Probably not. So this is an opportunity for those guys to like show out for the NBA and the scouts and, and and losing that opportunity for the majority of them is bigger than losing the chance to raise a a trophy because there's so many teams that I think we feel pretty comfortable being like, most likely that team wasn't going to win a national championship. Um, and I think that's the one of the things that they could do, I think, relatively easily because you just need like a, a big high school gym and a week like, and set up like a round robin tournament type thing with seniors and, you know, invite them to apply or invite them to play, set up teams and invite every scout. And then that's something that you could at least say, like, look, I know this sucks, but here's where we're at and here's what we're going to try and do to help you.
0: Yeah, they actually, I mean, I know around here anyways, locally, they have always done a barnstorming tour with the area seniors. Um, and they will go play. And and like when, for instance, like Marcus Page and Bryce Johnson mm-hmm. um, were seniors, like that was something where uh, it was especially crowded because people did want to go see them play um one more time and and gyms would get pa- like smaller venues obviously yeah, the yeah. gyms would get packed around here to go see them play one more time especially with the way that their careers ended on that shot you know they they were eager to see them play again <laughs> I bet, I bet. And, you know i mean and as although like can you and carolina fans are even bringing this up can you imagine like if marcus page who's probably like the most beloved carolina player by the fan base like Maybe ever, but certainly up there. Like if his career had ended like this, like people yeah. would be going bananas. Like it would just be, yeah. And I mean, I feel the worst for them. And then God, even looking at the spring sports, like yeah. I think that that might be the easiest one to reset. But even that, like you said, scholarship management, like roster management, like this is something that, especially like sports like baseball, have to be really careful in how they yeah. manage. So. I mean, maybe you give them the opportunity. Like maybe you give them a few extra roster spots. Like that would maybe be doable for a sport like baseball and some of those other spring sports, yeah. I think.
1: I think that is definitely the most doable just because of – I think, And the most fair. Yeah, and, and they lost like basically the entire season. A lot of them were, you know, baseball played so many games. You know, lacrosse was like five, six games in. That's a third of your season that you've had done. So I'm actually really curious too because – also, in some of these other sports, when we talk about seniors, so like, you know, if we're talking about it, will people be able to come back or whatever? Um, some already have jobs lined up. <laughs> some, you know, uh, so like JT Giles Harris, who's a defender for Duke Lacrosse, was going to play football next year with his fifth year of eligibility. Um, you know, Docs Aiken at, at UVA was going to go back near his hometown of Philly and play football at Villanova, was, or that's the story, like, you know, that's what rumors have been out there with their fifth year, kind of like how Pat Spencer's playing basketball since they can't use it for lacrosse, whatever. Um, How does that, does that take up that fifth year now? Like if they were already planning to go to another school, like what happens? (laughs) There's just so many questions on that level, but you, I think that one's easier. The only other time I can think of where schools have canceled seasons in this manner where you've played five or six games is Duke back with all that stuff in lacrosse. Um, and they all got a fifth year. Some stayed, some transferred, some decided to, you know, start their jobs, but, uh, so it is doable. I think basketball with the smallest rosters is what makes that especially difficult. Um, but I think, yeah, you, I, I don't, I think you have to give the spring sports a, another year if you don't finish out, if you don't resume play at some point this season.
0: Yeah, because their season—I mean, the basketball season was almost over—and it really sucks. I mean, even God, even looking at women's basketball, like NC State had this amazing year. Louisville oh, yeah. was playing really well. Like, what would they have done in the postseason? We'll never know. Oh no, and, with
1: Sabrina Unesco, yep, senior. Yep. Oh my yes. God.
0: I know. This I know. Yeah. The
1: worst. I just think it's going to be how I'm living my life for the next two, three weeks. Where like these moments of like, these oh my God, come up. Where I'm like, no, like uh, I don't. <sighs> I jokingly tweeted last night, you know, like, okay, non-sports people, what do you do? And like, obviously we were like, read a book. And I'm like, I still read during the season. Like, but what, what am I, what am I going to do? <laughs> we're trying to think of like things to write about and like, and luckily. Oh there's, yeah. You
0: know, we, we started a Google doc at my job. Of, yeah, like, we did too.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, yeah. We crowdsource the fans. The fans are great. Like, you know, this might be a time where maybe we start profiling, you know, like schools or people can profile little known staff members or something, you know, like talk to the training staff or, you know, let's look at, you know, Virginia fans. If anyone, the only silver lining for Virginia is they're reigning champs still. <laughs> like Nobody else has won. So I guess Virginia is still the champs. And so, you know, there's a few, I saw a t-shirt already being made, you know, reigning champs. Um, but, you know, Virginia fans are like, just re-recap last year's tournament. You know, like, watch the games again in the days that
0: they I happen. Think, I think my favorite uh, of all of these, like, kind of jokes we've been making is is Carolina fans, like, can't miss the tournament if it never happened.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I love that. And Georgia Tech, so smart.
0: <laughs> well, like, that that was a legit question I saw being asked by some people of, like, will the postseason ban count? Guys, yes. Okay, yes. Yeah. yeah. It will count. Yeah. Like they accepted the ban and they did not know there would not be a tournament. Um, Josh Passner is not thinking that far ahead. No. of things to like be like, Well, this this coronavirus is gonna knock out this tournament.
1: There's Let's the real it. conspiracy so, theory. Don't blame, you know, yeah. foreign powers saying, you know, no, oh, that's fake, they created it. It's just oh, it's all Josh Passner. <laughs> See, you didn't you can't miss it if there isn't one, right?
0: No, absolutely. Yeah. It's, it's, I don't know. I mean, like I'm, this, this conversation is like literally taking place right now. Like it's, it's in real time. And I, I mean, I, I don't know what I'm going to do in this podcast, frankly. Um, Yeah. (laughs) Maybe I'll go full shutdown, full cast style and just start like doing weird theme episodes.
1: Yeah. I don't. I mean, we're talking about like, maybe I'll start reviewing books or movies or shows. Um,
0: I can't help myself. Like, this has always been one of my favorite books, but I really like, I'm like, I kind of want to reread The Stand, which so I know is I've like really messed it, up. No, I've never
1: read it and I'm Don't re- okay. I probably should Listen. not.
0: Yeah. I, I know you well enough to know that you should not read that book <laughs> right now, especially like do not do that. Yeah. I was, I was trying to run interference with you during the ACC tournament because, well, partially because I knew your birthday. Yeah. yeah, Happy birthday, Caroline. The day sports died.
1: (laughs) Everyone's going to remember it. Remember March 12th?
0: Well, and like, you know, what's funny is like, um, my birthday is June 13th and the only bad things associated with my birthday are, um, the olsen twins have it so like for a while i remember when they turned 18 oh, and on my yeah. birthday everybody was like they're legal now and i was like gross i don't want to think about this today um and then also um nicole brown simpson's body was found that day i remember oh. because like i was super into that case as a kid because i'm weird and a dork um <laughs> but like i remember that day and being like this you know wow this is quite the thing to have happen like you know, on your birthday yeah. or whatever. Um,
1: Good news, everyone. I, an ACC podcast is now a true crime podcast going forward. Do not tempt me. I will.
0: <laughs> like, by the way, spoiler, all I, almost all, everything I listen to besides like shut down Fullcast and a few others is true crime. <laughs> I have an illness. Um, oh, I shouldn't say I have an illness yeah. right now. I, I have a I, I can't even say I have a sickness. Oh boy!
1: Yeah, this is gonna be uh, tough. I see. Maybe yeah. I should just. I've, I have a problem. of... I have, and you'll since you know me, know why this is such a horrible idea for me. Anyway, I cannot get enough of like the you know shows where there's an outbreak or zombie stuff or there's a there's a Danish show Dutch show I forget. Um, that's a whole nother story because I. Thought it was one, but it was the other. And I started trying to like mess around with the language on Duolingo, but I was learning the wrong one. Anyway, my mom thinks it's the funniest thing that's ever happened to me. But, um, the rain where like the rain carried an illness and everyone who got in contact with it got sick. Um, the show is great, but not good for me now. Cause I've watched it. <laughs> I can't stop watching those things that they're on. Any contagion shows? Oh, it's bad. Yeah.
0: It's just, and it's funny because uh, I was trying to calm you down during the AC tournament because, it, well, selfishly, I did want you to stay, obviously, but, <laughs> but, but I also felt like we were in okay shape. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I, uh, like I was just trying to make sure you were okay. I mean, obviously, if you were uncomfortable <laughs> and wanted to leave, it sure. was, it was your prerogative. And eventually you did, um, on your birthday. <laughs> do you, do you, do you kind of wish you'd been there though for like the, the, the whole scene that played out
1: yeah I kind of do and that was my thing and look I get it like my (laughs) I got down there Wednesday and you know I went to the first couple games and during the break my mom had called me and, and I appreciate like she's doing mom things and this is where I get a little bit of my like hyper cautiousness is um, but she was like, I really think you should you know, think about coming out, like just go home, like all this stuff. And I was like, look, and talking through things. I talked to you and you were like, no, look, look at the reasonings. I was like, that makes sense. And like everything. I was like, look, I'm already here. I'm too tired to drive three hours back. <laughs> like I'd probably be more no. in danger driving tired than I was at, you know, potentially um, and especially
0: like when they had announced that like there were g- not going to be fans there the next day, yeah. I think you were, that was a big, you know, relief. Cause it's like, okay. Yeah. You know. And I
1: was like, well, I've already been in, in the same room with the 17,000 that are here today. So it'd all be the same people, but way fewer outsiders, like all the same media people that I talked to. But yeah, it, it, as things escalated, you know, talking with my bosses and stuff, we all just kind of decided like, look, even if you were there for the first, cause my plan was, you know, go the first game. Um, F- f- get what the vibe and the because f- seeing a game played out with no fans obviously is something that rarely, if ever, happens. And like I just wanted to kind of see what that was like, you know, like just out of a curiosity and, and journalistic standpoint. Um, but you know, at a certain point, you know, we we're just kinda like, hey, probably I I yeah.
0: still maintain I I got that experience with the Clemson Miami <laughs> game on on Wednesday. That was wild because like there were state fans kind of filing in because they played at like two thirty. <laughs> oh whoa i'm sorry bennett oh my god that is, is new one is he howling is she howling
1: Yeah, that was howling. Oh, that's, so funny.
0: that's oh my god i don't know what yeah she that heard. but like the arena was like basically silent because no one in it really cared um there was this one clemson lady who with everyone's luck would have been Considered like family um, And been And literally everything she did was like Oh my god that's gotta be a foul And she kept screaming she was just screaming at full volume But I heard everything um, And I found out that Brad Brownell Hates uh, Curran Scott Oh so that was Like oh. literally he yelled at him The entire game
1: <laughs> He doesn't actually hate him you guys
0: <laughs> Probably not but I Like if I were Curran Scott I'd be like Dude like, what, yeah, what did I do on. to you? He was like, he, Brad yells constantly. Brad is a yeller. I learned that about him. Laranega, um, I think he saves his like actual strategy talk for the huddle. And I did see him like drawing up some plays and heard him giving a little bit of instruction for like those final minutes. Oh my God, is she okay?
1: Yeah, she's fine. There's a dog down the street that's barking.
0: <laughs> Bennett, we'll have a tournament next year. It's fine.
1: So she's pacing back and forth, looking out both windows. Um, oh my God,
0: that's really funny. And adding howling.
1: Yeah.
0: My dog's currently at the vet boarding. I guess I should go get her today. Oh I-
1: gosh. <laughs> she's just um- sitting quietly waiting.
0: Yeah, yeah, I I just didn't expect to be home. Um, uh, but yeah, like uh, he, he I, because I do feel like I should give some experience of like what actually happened yeah. when we were there. And yeah, he was like, "Curran, get in a stance." <laughs> the whole time they were on defense, get in a stance. And uh, I know somebody heard him. I didn't hear this one, but somebody heard him ask Curran if he was effing stupid at one point. So I was like, "Wow." Okay. Yeah. And like, it was just weird. Cause like he, he yells a lot of instruction and stuff. And as you might imagine, mostly defensive. <laughs> and like, he just was like constantly screwed. I don't know how he has a voice.
1: I want to know. There was a, there was a, an assistant coach for um, Boston college. That was very animated and vocal. A couple of times where Jim Christian's like, Hey, sit down, bud. Like, and I didn't, you know, I mean, to think. Oh, I
0: got to do I got to do color analysis for two games. Yeah, and one of one of them was that one, and it was really fun. I did it with Patrick Keenis, um, who's wonderful. He does Olympics, he does everything, he does NC State women's basketball. He's so 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 good. Um, but anyway, um, I didn't hear as much because I was on the other side of the court for mm-hmm. that one. But I actually did get in trouble during one of the breaks with uh, our <laughs> producer David Maudlin. He was like, Lauren, you cannot ooh on air. <laughs> Because like Boston College. But also like there were actually I felt like some decent shots they just missed very badly.
1: Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Like
0: they were taking shots that I was like, hey, that was a good shot. But it would It would miss horribly like it would like not touch the rim or like bounce (laughs) off the backboard. Derek Thornton, by the way, the former Duke point guard, transfers to USC, ends his career at Boston College, ended his career with just a nightmarish performance. Uh, like zero for and like just but he even was taking like I was like, oh, that's a good shot. And then like the one field goal he did make, I'm like, there's one. And then they waved it off because it was a charge.
1: And I was just like, he had a tough game. You know who didn't? Steph Mitchell. Mitchell, yeah, he was fabulous, and that was going to be. Um, no, he's back next year too. I have no idea who's a senior at any moment because I was like, and we saw Chris likes his last game, but it was not. He's a junior. He's a junior. I thought it was what Ken Palm says, huh? If Ken Palm's wrong on this, I'm because my emotions, I can't take that right now, Ken Palm. So now I'm going to Google their um, roster because I also yeah. thought he was a senior. Um, huh. But, you know, you look at – see, Stephen Mitchell was fabulous in that game. And there were times when when BC actually made a really good run and looked like they had – Notre Dame made some great shots. They played really well. And honestly, I think if they played Virginia in that second game, they maybe would have scored 50 this time, which is very exciting for everybody. But you just look at some of the teams, like the way – granted, North Carolina looked horrible, but the way Syracuse played – They looked sharp. Uh, They were making shots. The defense looked probably the best. I felt like a genius.
0: I felt like a genius because I I said, I said everybody was like, oh, Carolina, you know, they get the matchup they want. And I was like, yeah, but this is assuming that the thing with Carolina is like, they have to, every time this season that they had sort of like started to look like, oh, they're going to put it together. Every single time they would just throw up a dud like at wake after the Duke game. Cause after the Duke game, people were like, Oh my God, you know, Cole Anthony plays well, they look really good. And then they get blown out at wake. And, and so I had that thought in the back of my mind of like, you know what? I actually think Syracuse is going to, you know, at, at the very least they're going to play better than they had been playing. And I thought Carolina would play worse. And that's what happened.
1: Yeah. I don't um, know if you're Carolina, if you want to make that team shoot a bunch of outside shots, unless you're Christian feeling
0: The fascinating thing for me, I think, the Cole Anthony, he he was like just a million miles in his feelings that whole game. Yeah, um, Roy was annoyed with him because I could see that from my courtside seat, and and Garrison Brooks was super annoyed with him. Um, I love Garrison. And me too. He uh, yeah, it, it, Garrison's great and deserved way better than this season, but it is what it is. Um, and, and so I think like for Carolina. Um, uh, there's been some talk of like, will he go? I think Cole has to go because next year's draft gets way better. Yeah. Um, it, that's just, that's just it. I don't think Cole's like a bad kid or anything. I think he's just trying to work some things out. And he was really frustrated in that game and he just sort of let it translate to his play. And, Yeah, I'm just at the point with with that whole thing that I think if you're Cole, you have to go. If you care about draft status, where you're drafted, all that stuff. Sure, he he could have a way better season, and I think he's capable of it. But I just think it's time. Um, It's probably time for him. Everybody else, though, for them, I think, comes back, except Brandon Robinson, who I hated to see have such a bad game um, in his last game. But he did. He had a horrible game. Um. And yeah, those, those things definitely stand out. It was, you know, it it was a weird, it was a weird tournament, but it was fun. It was fun in spots. Like weirdly Wednesday felt more like a Tuesday. It was strange. It very
1: much did. Very much did.
0: Because actually the Tuesday games like weren't horrible. Um, like, you know, Pittsburgh wake was the other game I did and I was dreading it because, you know, (laughs) Pittsburgh wake,
1: but (laughs) yeah, that would turn out to be way fun.
0: It was really entertaining and fun. And and that, you know, I mean, we don't have to like, Lord knows we could stretch all this out for a long time to talk about all this stuff. But I think that makes it interesting for Wake with with everything that's going on. Um, what do they do with Danny? Um, I mean, schools aren't hesitating to fire people. They've uh, Dan, Dan Marley got fired from Grand Canyon um, already. So like, it's not as if they're like, well, there's a coronavirus. We're not going to fire anyone. Um, so, but do they fire Danny and, and with the restriction on travel, can they, I saw this tweeted out and I was like, Oh wow. Can they even fly in coaches to interview?
1: Yeah, that's a good point. I, so Grand Canyon fired their coach. I've heard some online rumblings about Rick Pitino making a comeback, but the other part
0: He's of it coming is, over from Europe. I need him to self quarantine. I need
1: him definitely to self quarantine because yes, for Rick Pitino, he just, yes. Um, but this could potentially like, I'm curious to see if there's a crazy coaching carousel this year because of, you know, if there's a few dominoes that fall, right? So John Bayline's just kind of hanging out. Is that someone that people want to make a move to go after? Does Texas right. want him enough to try and preempt anybody else and, you know, part ways with Shaka? Does Wake think Shaka is a good fit? Does Wake think John Bayline's a good fit? Like there could be some pieces there that you see. And yes, no one wants to like fire people during a pandemic. That sounds a little callous.
0: <laughs> and like, but it does. you've got the thing and, and there's restrictions on recruiting right now too. Yeah. Yeah. So. I mean, that's something
1: we haven't talked about at all either. Um, no spring football. A lot of places are telling their coaches not to travel to recruit, which is smart. Um, and a lot of teams probably aren't playing stuff right now. So like if, or you know, a lot of high school co- like basketball has already stopped, but you know, like how is this going to have a ripple effect in what you see two to three to four years from now because of coaches not going out and seeing players that they want. So maybe they don't get the same, you know what I mean? Like, so that could change the the picture of a lot of things we're looking at so i don't know oh yeah I don't know state if tournaments to be- yeah right
0: like state high school tournaments are a big you know coaches go to those all the time to watch players Yeah. And- like
1: are they how how long does this go are we talking into the summer is the AAU cycle going to be disrupted like what are we looking at and then if that's the case or if they're playing it and it's still hard i don't know so do people yeah. are coaches going to start doing interviews via skype instead of meeting kids in person you know like how does this all change when there's extra technology involved
0: Yeah, there's a lot going on. And yeah, I don't know what Wake does. I mean, I guess they could hire Wes Miller since they don't have to fly him in. (laughs) He's just down the road in Greensboro. Yeah. Um, So um, and that's I know they've talked about that, too. So maybe maybe I don't know. and, And apparently Danny's buyout is still pretty sizable. I was hearing from some Wake people. I know that it was still like 15 mil.
1: Holy hell. How do I get someone to make a contract like that for me?
0: These coaching contracts are insane. Yeah. Um I don't and I saw I heard some speculation about Jim Christian. I don't know that he's going anywhere because they they just had a rough year with injuries and stuff like that.
1: And they actually um, played much better than they did the year before, I thought. Ugh, they were just they, they were so weird. They were a uh, second-day team la- the last couple years. Yeah, I mean, they were the seed. That's not it's not great. It's not exactly what you want. But I guess technically that would have played on the Tuesday if Georgia Tech was eligible. But um. by the way, this this was fascinating to me. And I found it actually kind of upsetting because of how
0: bad they were offensively. But did you know that Heath for Boston College actually set a new during that game? He set a new freshman record for three pointers made. Really? yeah, he beat, for BC he's beat out Tyrese Rice, and that bothered me a lot for reasons I can't really articulate. I yeah. think just because maybe just because it's Tyrese Rice. Yeah, I didn't.
1: Yeah, like it's Tyrese Rice was so good. Wasn't so- uh, one of the two guys they had last year. Or to the Kai Bowman or something like that. You know what I mean? Yeah, he passed. Kai, he had was tied
0: with Kai going into the game, and then he passed him. He oh. then he passed Tyrese Rice, and I was like, "Can you believe this season of Boston College basketball, where like they look like they'd never shot a basketball before? Um, like Ended they up they record were <laughs> they shot." They shot 30.8% from three and they had a record setting three point shooter on the roster. Like, what are you talking about this this year? And I'll say this, like I, we, we, we could talk about all kinds of different things, but um, uh, oh, one development I did want to share from the AC tournament, though, before we move on, is that um, they did these videos and I think they recorded these at Operation Basketball. They did, yeah. <laughs> um, and they did like you had to do like the whisper challenge, which was like, you know, you wear headphones and so they got to read your lips. And that was that was pretty funny at times, but then like <laughs> they did, um, they also did a thing of like overrated or underrated, and <laughs> one of them was mayonnaise.
1: Oh, really? And, I didn't see that one.
0: Ugh. Yes, and like a lot of people, I think Tony, and, and I feel really badly about this, but I was surprised that Tony Bennett was not a fan of mayonnaise.
1: Hell yeah, of course he's not because he's the best. <laughs> I love mayonnaise, <laughs> mayonnaise but that's is just the me. worst.
0: <laughs> Jim Bayheim went so hard in the pain for mayonnaise. That like, makes it sense to me. <laughs> He goes, mayonnaise is in all kinds of things. You can't live without mayonnaise. And this is the example he brings up. Tuna salad. I'm like, tuna salad? That's your go-to for mayonnaise?
1: That is like, actually my go-to for mayonnaise. Because if I ever buy mayonnaise, it's because I have like the idea that I'm going to make tuna salad. Um, oh, interesting. I okay. like but I, was like, it, I don't like calling it salad because that's a whole other thing with me. With I don't know if I've told you this one. I don't like things called casseroles or things called salad that's not... Just like normal lettuce with things. It just will automatically... I'm so picky. It would automatically turn me off of something if I'm reading it. And it's like, even if it's all ingredients that I like, if you throw like casserole at the end of it, I'm like, no, I'm good, thanks. Like breakfast casserole. I'm like, no, no, I'm good.
0: (laughs) Oh interesting. Anyway. I, I get it. It's I'm semantics, but yeah. but I did just have to share that with everyone because I enjoy I, I like enjoyed like Jim Beheim basically went like full like Seinfeld, like, come on, mayonnaise, <laughs> You know, like my favorite
1: was probably <laughs> Harrison Brooks and yeah. Coach Williams doing the I Love Beyonce whisper challenge. And because then they like, we do love Beyonce. <laughs> like I fived him, which was the cutest thing. And then I felt bad for Javin Deloree having to get his whispered clues from Australian Jack White. I think that really threw him off.
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah. the things. He was like, Oh, what now?
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was really funny. So that was fun. I, I just wanted to share some of the sights and sounds for those of you who weren't there. And, um, yeah, it's, it's, um, it's, a, it's an, it is like an ever-changing situation and it'll be interesting to see if they revisit things um, down the road in terms of at least spring sports and see what we talk about because I honestly have no clue and I don't know what's gonna happen. nobody does um, yeah I mean I don't know I don't really have much else to add here but
1: well, we'll, just, we'll see what happens next.
0: I mean look if any of y'all have an idea of what you want us like me to do on this podcast, Reach out. I mean, I'll. I'm open to anything because I'd like to continue to get paid and do a <laughs> podcast. But I also, like, I had not even started thinking about an off season plan because I was like, well, you know, two more months of stuff, right? And that's not going to be the case. So, um, and especially with like nothing, like, it's not even like you can go, oh, so and so is doing whatever in the NBA because there's no NBA either. So, um, all right, well. I mean, I don't know. I don't really have anything else to add right now, but we'll, I guess I'll come back next week and, and we can do this all again and and try to help you all get through your self quarantine. I know for me, I'm super looking forward to uh, being self quarantined with a three year old. And <laughs> my husband is basically essential personnel because he's a pharmacist. So
1: Just I will likely be I alone. Hanging out. Yeah. See, then we'll start um, doing Disney Plus show reviews. Oh and, my god yeah and,
0: and his his Daycare is still open right now so I mean Who knows but yeah it's I don't anticipate that Being that the way. case for much longer yeah so Uh Yeah everybody stay safe Um and yeah I guess I'll come back next week And we'll do all of this again somehow
1: We'll get through it together
0: We will do our best Alright for now bye everybody